Hello and welcome to a podcast of things we did on the radio. Uh, late at night doing this part of it, so I've got no idea what was in this show. It might be a good one. I mean, tomorrow, the technically it's a running day, whether I actually get to go and do any self-care and look after myself. Well, you know, I'm a new dad, so basically no, I can rot and die. But the theory is I should be doing a run tomorrow for my health and I might listen to this podcast. Uh, you never know. Yeah, someone's got to. Anyway, so here's what we did on the radio earlier today. So what's on the show today? Look, I'll try and do you a Strictly Watch. Still not watched it, so it's difficult, but I'm only doing it just to name drop that I know Ellie Taylor. I've got no other reason to boast about anything in my life. Um, we talk about ghosts today, but not in the way you think. I've learned a lesson, actually. Uh, some alien news happens in the second hour, and good news for those of us who have become fathers. As you know, I'm recently a new dad. Apparently it's changed my brain. We'll find out if it's improved it or not, although you could probably guess now. I like to keep you up to date with various bits of news, which for some reason now includes Strictly... Strictly Watch. Strictly Watch. Even though I don't watch it. Which is becoming an increasingly more difficult feature, but... A row had... By the way, the only reason I'm doing this is so I can name drop that I know Ellie Taylor. Only reason. I've got to get status from somewhere. A row has erupted on Strictly over Matt Goss's scoring, branded a disgrace. Craig Revel Horwood scored Matt and partner three, whereas Anton Debeck scored them seven. Fascinating stuff, isn't it? And that's today's Strictly Watch. Strictly Watch. Strictly Watch. At Newswise, SpaceX. You know, Elon Musk, he's up to a lot of things these days, making robots, making spaceships. I mean, really trying to be the Bond villain. Where are you going for SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket has blasted past a full moon on the way to discovering if our solar system can sustain life. I mean, that's a stupid sentence, isn't it? Yeah, it can. On Earth, you idiots. Um, the craft left Cape Canaveral Space Force Station in Florida on Saturday. There's a lovely picture of it. I do worry, though, the more things we send into space, it might be pulling focus and getting the attention of aliens. And I don't mind aliens visiting. I'm friendly. I've always got extra food in the fridge, but it's more about what happens if they try and communicate with us using, I don't know, FM. If they use EM radiation and they do frequency modulation to carry the actual signal and they use 107.5 megahertz, well, I'll be sitting here like a turkey. Meanwhile, you'd be hearing some sort of aliens and I guess I'd be called talking to myself where I don't know what I'm static. Earthlings, we have been monitoring your radio broadcast to learn about your species. So you may see winter power blackouts in the UK. Why do not you do these in your summer when it's brighter and warmer and you wouldn't really notice? You humans are stupid. Trying to speak over my... And then all of a sudden you wouldn't hear me, you'd hear them... And then, no, it feels like that'd be more annoying for you than it is for me, really. Well, there's a story about relationships. Dumping has become a thing of the past with Generation Z, Gen Z, as the young people erroneously say. They're so non-confrontational that they prefer to split from a partner by ignoring them. It's called ghosting. Snubbing phone calls, texts and emails and social media messages is their preferred way to end a relationship, according to this. Is that what ghosting is? where you don't reply to any Because I thought it was... Oh, it's a stupid name. And I thought it was pretending that they were being haunted by the spirit of a long-gone relative. 
No, because when I split up with the last one, I went round her house dressed in a sheet. When she wasn't, I still had a key. When she wasn't at home, I moved stuff around her place to try and make it like a poltergeist. Is that, why do they call it ghosting? I feel a fool. The problem is the word ghosting means something else, doesn't it? Although, in the defense of the young people, the word dumping means something else, and that could have been misconstrued in a far worse way. Couple of stories coalesce on this one. There's a thing in the papers about Danny Minogue. Where's my little note? I made notes. Danny Minogue says that her style changed when she became a mum. She says that uh, becoming a mother changed her from before I was a mum, everything was heels and dressing up all the time, but now that's only for special events. Same for me. I very rarely wear heels and dresses these days, especially because I'm a dad. And it's changed, isn't it? It's changed me. And it turns out it actually has changed me because another story in the news looks at this. Dad's brains change their size. And I read the whole article thinking, please be big, get again bigger. Bigger is a bit smaller. Dad's brains shrink when their baby's born. Great. No, no, great, no. It's what I need, isn't it? But apparently, uh, the daddy baby brain gives physical uh, changes in certain areas, which means we're more empathetic. Oh, great. So I've got to care about other people's feelings even more. Oh, it's a nightmare. So apparently, um, I'm really caring and now. It's great, isn't it? The difference is, I imagine, um, that the brain of a dad might change. Could be related to all of that no sleep stuff. So I I'm going to look into that. But these days, I barely have enough energy to get dressed up as Danny Minogue on the weekend. So, you know, I've suffered. And I didn't see this myself, and it might have gone now, but a meteor shower was due to be streaking across. Did you see any streaking recently? This meteor shower, this draconids, oh dear, is, uh, I you might see the end of it now. I didn't spot any of them, but of course, a meteor shower are basically shooting stars. So what I thought I'd say, if you saw one, what did you wish for? If you see one later, if they're still going, what what would you wish for on a shooting star? I mean, it won't come true, but also good news on that front. Wouldn't come true anyway, because it's a load of rubbish. Uh, there's good news, I suppose. Linked to the cost of living crisis, but these days it's a separate topic. Maybe we should make a jingle. You know the, uh, the power worry? We might not have enough energy and power to get through all of the winter. Putting the lights on and whatnot. I don't know if that's going to be difficult or not. I wasn't around last time we had these kind of blackouts. I remember power cuts when I was younger, but back then nothing was plugged in. These days everything's Wi-Fi enabled, we don't stand a chance. So, there is that worry about staying warm, about turning the lights on. You can read my thoughts on it in the newspaper column that comes out on Friday on the, in the Romford Recorder. Also, there's a comedy bit I'm doing on comic solving problems tonight on YouTube at 9, but I will say this they found a bit of a solution. Hard up Brits can stay warm by going and hanging out in bakeries. Some bakeries are even opening warm rooms to accommodate extra visitors because I guess they make a lot of heat. And so you go and sit in there and get some, some heat. You can sit next to the ovens and prove yourself or whatever the phrase would be. Well, that's good. I mean, it's also a great reason to nip down Greg's, isn't it? Not that I should talk about Greg's. If you saw last week's Late Night Mash on the telly, I did a joke about Greg's where, oh dear, <clears throat> I'm surprised they did not sue. But it's also a great excuse to go elsewhere, isn't it? Oh, the baker's was full and I had to go down the pub. I had to sit down the... Oh, I'm sorry, darling. I, I know you've caught me, but the only reason I went down Spearmint Rhino is because 
it's warm and they've got Wi-Fi. Do you know what I mean? So write these down. These are good pieces of advice. I didn't see any of the shooting stars that happened recently. However, it doesn't change that, you know, if you saw one and wished on them, good luck to you. You'll need it because I don't really think wishes are real. I don't really think luck's real either. So, you know... But I was asking, what would you do? Uh, John gets in touch and sends me one of his uh, voice notes. If you'd like to track me down on social media, you can do this as well. Your thoughts, John? Hello, Steve. If I had one wish, I'd wish for another three wishes. All right. What would you do at the end of the... No, don't, don't tell me. Presuming that could go on for quite a while. And then, uh, who is this one gone? Paul gets in touch and says, uh, if I had a wish, I would have been to have bought Bitcoin when I didn't know what it was. I still don't really know what it is, but I know I should have bought it back then. As we quickly run out of time, some new stories. In fact, let's do some of the new stories that we won't get time to talk about today. Um, there's National Trust is at the centre of a row after it's axing free biscuits. Well, that really takes the... Um, well, there is an alternate version, but I don't think I can say that word on the radio. Should have got the bleep machine out. Uh, this story, Judith Keppel, 80, is quitting Channel 5's Eggheads, saying my memory is definitely not what it was. How does she know? And then finally, we're rattling through them today, aren't we? Um, Brits should drink no more than a pint and a half of beer a week, according to a new report. Ugh. I mean, two, two pints would seem like not enough. But also, at least it's rounded up. Who's having a half? Who's buying a pint and leaving half of it? Or who's ordering a half? Pint and a half a week? But the thing is, this is according to scientists in Canada. Okay. No, no, no. You, you tell the Canadians how much to drink. Because I don't think you really know what it's like living in the UK at the moment. We've got our reasons. And that's your podcast. Pretty much done for another day. Um, if you depends when you're listening to this, but there's a chance that if you've if you got there in time, nine o'clock tonight on YouTube. Well, Tuesday night on YouTube. It doesn't matter really. Is it? Whenever you watch this, now whenever you listen to this, you could watch that on the next Tuesday. This is how weeks work. Tuesday at nine, me and Eric McElroy doing a comedy streaming show. You can see the old ones actually. So what am I on about? It's YouTube. If you've missed it, watch it. It'll be exactly the same. It's up there on YouTube. Search for Comics Solving Problems. You can find it that way. Subscribe to the podcast. Blah, 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 blah. All the usual things. And until next time, bye.